Hey mama, do you find yourself wishing you knew you were on the right path with your business or wanting to know how to do it all as a work at home mom and entrepreneur? If you struggle with imposter syndrome, mom guilt, or fear of failure, then you're in the right place. Hi, I'm Alexia, a Christian mindset coach, passionate about teaching moms how to renew their minds to find success both in business and motherhood. You can overcome the negative thoughts holding you back from fully stepping into your calling. I know what it's like to worry your business will never work, to feel mom guilt every time you work on your business, to realize your mindset is hindering you, but not knowing how to change it in a Christ-centered way. I created the Mom with a Calling podcast to teach you how to use the powerful combination of God's Word and proven mindset strategies to help you break free from negative, paralyzing thoughts and gain clarity and confidence to go where God is leading you. As you step out of the old way of thinking and into God's way, you'll find more peace, joy, and purpose. Pop in those earbuds and get ready to let God work in you so he can work through you. Hey, hey, and welcome back to another episode of the Mama with a Calling podcast. Today on the podcast, I am bringing in an interview with a special guest, Teresa Todd. Um, This conversation with Teresa is amazing. You may have seen her ads on Facebook. She is a real estate investor. And she teaches other women how to build wealth through real estate investing. And um, this conversation has so much packed in just a short episode here, but it is so good. We talk about faith. We talk about um, stepping out in courage and, um, you know, pursuing what God's calling you to do, building wealth. And while that's okay, we talk about money mindset a lot. So this episode is packed with goodness and wisdom just her story is amazing what she's done. So I cannot wait to share that with you. But before we go into that, I'd love to invite you to come over and join us in our free community over on Facebook, the Faith Driven Business Mamas. To get there easy, you can go to mamawithacalling.com slash community. Um, But this is our free Facebook group where other like-minded women who are doing the entrepreneurship journey, who are stepping out in faith to do what God's calling them to do, they've come together and this is a way to get support and encouragement. There are threads in there to talk about your wins, to ask questions, to share about your latest freebie or your latest product. Um, If you have something that you're you know, a promotion that you have going on, there is a thread every Friday, where you can share in the group. So I would love to just invite you over there. If you're not already with us, just go to momwithacalling.com slash community to find that and I would just love to connect with you there. And I cannot wait to see you in our Facebook group. All right, without further ado, let's get into the interview with Teresa Todd. Okay, welcome back to another episode of the Mama with a Calling podcast. Today, I have special guest Teresa Todd on the podcast. She is the founder of the Women's Real Estate Investors Network, Reen, a 2002 Inc. Best in Business Award winner. The Reen is the largest learning and networking community for women and real estate investors in the nation. She is a real estate investor, powerhouse motivational speaker, host of the Without Fear of Her Future podcast, and best-selling author of Without Fear of Her Future, a women's guide to real estate investing. Teresa is the leading expert on becoming financially confident, building multi-generational wealth, and designing a life you love. She is passionate about inspiring other women to pursue a more intentional and meaningful life. She's been featured in Apartment Therapy, Mediums Authority Magazine, and uh, select podcasts like the Big Wealth Podcast and more. Wow, Teresa, that's impressive and amazing. Thank you. Welcome to the podcast. Well, I'm so honored to be here. Thanks for asking. 
Yeah, I'm so excited. So today we're going to be talking about your journey into entrepreneurship, how your faith has influenced that process, and then also diving into this idea of Christian women building wealth and why that is okay. Yeah, we should be doing that. So to get us started, what led you into real estate investing and ultimately founding Green? Wow, that's a loaded question. So I have three uh, grown sons and they had become real estate investors in Dallas, Texas. I lived about two hours away where, you know, they were raised and all. And um, I mean, they had found their niche and their calling. They were work. So as a mom, you know, when your kids are like working together, becoming very successful and not killing each other, that's like the ultimate dream for a mom. Yeah. So I was so content and just being their cheerleader. So just proud of their success and they just kept saying, mom, you need to come do this. You need to come do this. We'll teach you everything you need to know. And so it took them three years to talk me into leaving my 25 year career in the medical field. And um, so I finally made that leap of faith and um, they did exactly that. They just began to teach me and it was so mind blowing. Uh, I was making 60 to $65,000 a year. And that was at the end of a career. At, you know, at, at, after 25 years, I'd finally worked up to that and um, had no idea that a regular woman like myself without a big stash of money, without any experience, could become a real estate investor. And so it was life changing for me in so many ways. That's uh, amazing. Such an amazing story. And it's so neat that your sons were like, come do this, mom. I know. But was there fear in leaving <laughs> your career after all those years to just step out and do something? And how did your faith come into play in that process? Oh, so yes, there was fear, so much fear. But what was really cool, not only was I in the medical field, but I've always also been in ministry. So teaching women's retreats and seminars and tons of Bible studies. And that's really, you know, what I'm passionate about has always been empowering women through the word of God. And so I was teaching this Bible study um, and I had started in January of 2017. And it was three month uh, Bible study on the book of Joshua talking about where he is taking the children of Israel into the promised land. And I had been teaching this to my Sunday school class and men, it was getting on the inside of me. And so, especially the scripture that's in Joshua 1, 9, that says, have I not commanded you to be strong and courageous? Do not be afraid for I will be with you wherever you go. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged for I will mm -hmm. be with you wherever you go. And I just like that. I just felt like God was saying to me, Teresa, have I not commanded you to be strong and courageous? Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged for wherever you go, I'll be with you. And as I begin to study that and teach it, I begin to think, okay, I'm going to live this. I'm going to live this life for the rest of my life. I am going to live the bravest, most courageous life that I can possibly live. And I thought that that meant like, you know, I was going to have some hard conversations. <laughs> I was going to, you know, just do, you know, a few hard things. Had no idea what it was going to lead to. But when my youngest son called me one night at the end, you know, it had been three years he had been asking. But this particular night he called and he said, Mom, can you talk? And there was like this urgency in his voice. And I said, yeah. He said, Mom, it's time. I want you to leave your job. I want you to come to Dallas and let us teach you how to invest in real estate. And um, and he started telling me, he like, how I was going to be a Walmart worker if I didn't, because my retirement and all that I had thought I had done right was not enough. And so because 
of Joshua 1.9. I said, okay, Teresa, are you going to practice what you preach? And so I said, okay, Lord, I'm going to be courageous. I'm going to do this. And so I literally gave my two weeks notice at my job. I put my house on on the market and I moved to Dallas, Texas to become a full-time real estate investor. And oh my gosh, it has been the most amazing, exciting journey. I had no idea that God would call me 14 months later to start the Women's Real Estate Investors Network and it would grow into what it is today. I love that. I love how God's timing, right? Like you're doing this other thing. Yeah. And then there's this verse and you know, when it leaps, I'm sure you've read it a bunch of times and it just didn't hit you that way. And it was preparing you for this, for this time. So that helped you make the leap. So how does that verse, um, has it impacted the way you've done business and the way you've led your company and all of those things? It is the one, um, primary scripture that has led me every day of my life since then. Um, I, it'll t- I took that initial leap. Well, then, you know, when you get into something new, you have to learn a whole new terminology, a whole new everything. And so every day was scary. And mm-hmm. I would have to lean on, listen, just driving in Dallas traffic was scary for me. I'd come from a small town. And so every little um, step of the way was full, filled with scary steps. And I would just lean on that scripture and I would declare it over me. I would say, God, I thank you that you're with me as I go and talk to this uh, this person, as I go meet this seller, as I go negotiate, as I, you know, flipping a property. I just believed that he was with me and declared it. And he just proved himself to be so real. Doesn't mean that there wasn't tons of challenges and uh, uh, things along the way. It wasn't just smooth sailing. Um, but ultimately, uh, he was with me and he learned me, he learned me, he taught me and I learned how to just take God totally into every single aspect and area of my life. I love that you mentioned that that it wasn't just smooth sailing because, and I've done episodes on this because I think that we really do get confused in thinking that if we're just, if we're on the right path. that that it's going to be so easy. Yeah. And it it is that God opens doors. And I don't, I don't, I need to get this verse because I say it all the time. There's a verse where Paul is talking about how he, he's like, I'm going to come visit you, but there's a door that's opened up for me here in Ephesus. And he says, even though there's lots of opposition and I'm like, that wouldn't go together in my mind that I would think that if (laughs) God opened a door, it's going to be hard. But he was like, that's exactly why I know this door is open. And so like you said, it's like taking that verse and just not just that verse, but all the verses, right? All this encouragement and realizing yeah. that God can still do things for us. And I've and I'm in your masterclass right now, actually. And I've watched you um talk about um, you know, how you see God in all the things that you're doing and how, like you said, like looking at going up to this house and talking to this person and asking them that you are really walking in faith in all that you're doing. And I just think it's so amazing how you do that. It's such a great example of how to take every single client. You know, I talk to a lot of coaches and online Uh course creators and things, but it's like seeing every single client as God is bringing those and facilitating that interaction. And you never know the impact you're making on someone's life. I've loved hearing your stories about that too. Um, So I just wanted to, I guess, share that part with our audience as well. During the masterclass, I want to hear what you think of it when it's completely over. But yeah, no, it's been yeah. great. Yeah. 
You know, what's crazy is um, when I got into this and I was going to all of the networking and all of that, it was like men, men, men everywhere. And they were wonderful to me. But I just kept thinking, where are all the women? I wanted women like myself that I knew had struggled financially and that were barely making it. I was like, oh, my gosh, if, if I had known this mm-hmm. so many years before, I want to share this with as many women as possible. And so... I kept thinking someday I'll do something someday I'll do something because my sons, they are always the ones that have pushed me and they're like, well, start something for women. And I was like, well, I will someday. And they're like, no, now. (laughs) And so I literally, I put a date on the calendar and I said, on this date, I'm going to have my very first meeting for women. And I so didn't know if women even wanted to learn how to be investors. And, but 40, it was a live event. And 40 women showed up that day. And that was all I needed to know is, oh, my gosh, women do want to learn. And then who and I, and I think back about it. Who did I think that I was with 14 months of experience that I was going to teach? Uh, but I just thought what I knew at the time. And um, that's what I've learned. If you know, if you if something's working for you, just share it with somebody else. And that's what I started doing and had no idea that God would turn this into a movement all over the nation where women, uh, around 300,000 women have registered for one of my master classes and learning how to invest in real estate. And that's just mind blowing. And then the fact that I get to share my faith along the way. So even if they're not interested in real estate, hopefully they hear a little something that God loves them and has a purpose and a plan for them. And so this has been the most exciting journey. The last few years of my life is has been a dream. I love, yeah. And I love that you, thank you for sharing that story. Cause I think that's really powerful too. Like when we have this hunch, this idea, so many times we'll let fear get in the way there. So your birthright came in to play there too, but it's like, do people even want to know this? Who am I to yeah. even do this? But you yeah. just need to be a little bit ahead because you're saying only 14 months, but somebody who has zero experience is going, I have no idea how to have one month of experience. Right? Exactly. So it's like just being a little bit ahead of them, but being willing like to, oh, cause there could have been no one that showed up, five people that showed up and yeah. that you knew there, I mean, 40 people showed up to this. So you know, there's an interest and you eventually moved it online and all these things. But um, I just think it's so, you know, we can get in our heads. I, I know I've done this, get in our heads about like trying to envision what it will be and never taking that action. And you just yeah. won't know what it's going to turn out to be if you don't ever try. So yes. I think your story sounds like what we all like dream, but it also sounds like it just kind of happened, but you had decided, I like you felt that burden on your heart, right? That you wanted to teach women this. It wasn't just you know what I mean? Like it didn't just happen overnight. I mean, it sounds like it, but there was a process. Like you had to learn, then you had to want to teach, then you had to do it and be willing to put yourself out there and be vulnerable. Absolutely. Absolutely. And again, that's where that scripture came through is because everything in my mind was like, my gosh, there's so many other women out there that are more qualified to do this. Why aren't they doing this? They need to, you know, um, and I, again, I was just going to teach the few people that showed up at my office and share that knowledge with anybody that was interested. And then it just kept, you know, like you said, I had no idea. But that's what I would just say to any of your listeners is uh, just take those small steps of faith and 
because you have no idea. The Bible says do not despise small beginnings. And we have no idea what one step of faith can lead to. Yeah, that's just that's such an encouragement because I know there are so many women that a lot of the women that listen to the podcast are, you know, lawyers or doctors and they're they're in these positions where they just they're trying to like wrap their minds around like, what is this online business, this whole other world? Yeah. But like you're saying, it's like, just make your steps go that way. Even if it doesn't quite make sense yet, even if you have no idea where it's going to lead, just having those, those steps of obedience. Yeah. Um, and then as you were talking, like I've, you know, I've seen you do that in the masterclass to thousands of people that are in there, just being able to share your faith on that platform. And I, and you even said, you're like, this is going to be awesome for some of you. And some of you aren't going to like that, but that's okay. This is who I am. And I'm just like, that is such, that is such an amazing use of a platform that you have people there willing to at least hear those little snippets of, of your faith. And that you're not shying away from that. Did you ever have any fear of doing that? <laughs> yes, I did. Yes, I did. Um, I especially did because, um, oh, you know, we were talking about money. And when you start mixing money and faith, people get really freaked out. And so I was scared to death. And so I, to, to be honest with you, I started out with just a little bit of Jesus. <laughs> and then every single masterclass, I started becoming a little more vocal about it and a little more vocal about it. And you know what I found? This just, oh, uh, the world is so hungry. They really want it. Of course, I've got my haters. Of course, I've got people that are like, oh my gosh, I didn't know this is a religious thing or, you know, and, and that's okay. But overall, what I learned is that we live in a desperate world and people are so hungry for the truth. They're so hungry for some hope. Mm -hmm. And I am so willing to offend those um, that don't. And they're just not my people. We have to understand that everybody, I'm not everybody's cup of tea and er I'm not for everybody. But if I know a truth that Jesus loves you and I believe with all my heart that he wants to prosper us in this season, um, it is my duty. It's my calling to share that and to withhold and even my success. My success isn't because I'm super smart. My success is because I believe God is with me. That was the end of that scripture is I will be with you wherever you go. And I believe that's why I found success in real estate. And so if I just teach the specialized knowledge, but don't also share, but listen, God helped me along the way. God gave me favor along the way. God helped me to make wise decisions along the way. I'm leaving out a vital part of it. Oh, it makes my heart so happy because I just think that I just think about that and like the why we need to see people, but especially women, um, building wealth and then being able to like, as the world, the, whether we like it or not, as humans, we just, we desire that security that comes with wealth and yeah. to be able to do things with it in, in the world to have God bless us in that way and to provide for us. But the world also is looking at it going, Hey, how'd you get all that money over there? Yes. And to be able, and there are scriptures about this, but to be able to then point them to God and to show and to model what it looks like to still have your faith be strong, to not be greedy and, and that yes. it's not, they're not equaling this, equaling the same thing. So I love that you shared that part. And I'd like to talk about this a little bit more because I know that my own money mindset journey has been that when I was growing up in East Tennessee, that the, there was a narrative that was either you were Christian or you were rich. Like they did not mm, go together. No. And so can you speak about that a little bit? Because I know that a lot of the women I've had clients do this coaching clients. They're like, 
I want to do this online business. I hear about people making this money, but there's this internal dialogue going, that's bad. You shouldn't. And so they're really not going anywhere because of the money, being afraid to sell, being afraid to receive that money, thinking it's, Mm. they shouldn't as Christians. Can can you speak to that? I can. And I grew up just like you. I don't think I ever heard anybody say we shouldn't have money, but listen, I looked around and I love the church. I grew up in the church. I'm so thankful for all that I learned, but I looked around in the church and there were very, very few wealthy people. Um, and so for, and somehow we do adopt this mindset that, um, you know, you can't be wealthy and godly, but that at the same time, if you look, especially at the old, old, uh, Testament scriptures, all of God's people that he was blessing and used from David and Solomon to Moses and Abraham, they were all very wealthy because when you're wealthy, you can make impact. The Bible talks so much about um, giving to the poor and taking care of the orphans and the, how do you do that if you're broke and you're barely paying your own bills? Um, I believe that God wants to prosper us so that we can make impact, so that we can um, give to those in need. You know, I have a nonprofit of of single moms, and so I, I mean, I am giving that, and I and I'm getting to help single moms and those kiddos, and 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 doing so many other things that I would not be able to do if I on my sixty five thousand dollar a year salary. Um. So I believe, you know, the Bible says, I'd love this scripture in Deuteronomy 8. It says um, that it is God who gives us the ability to create wealth or to gain wealth. Um, It is God who gives us the ability to create. You know, it's not just going to fall from heaven. And so I think that's what we kind of learn in church. If we just pay our tithes, we just think God's going to bless us. You know, it's going to rain down. But he says he gives us the he gives us the ability to create. And so I believe that I created well through investing in real estate. And I want to teach other women how to create whatever you're teaching women, whatever their gift is, use that gift to create wealth for yourself so that you can use that well first to enjoy life. He also said he wants to give us richly all things to enjoy. So there's Mm -hmm. nothing wrong with us taking that dream vacation or, you know, I just moved into a dream home for myself. But, you know, I, I, I use that home every Friday. I have a, a, um, a group of ladies that come over and we pray together and as a use for hospitality, it's used for God's glory, not mm-hmm. just so that I can have this, you know, fancy house. And so, we can enjoy things, but also it is so much about the impact and we have to shift our mindsets that God wants to bless us so that we can be a blessing, not just to hoard everything up for ourselves. And the way, I mean, I'm not in this category, but I've seen the people who are making all of this wealth and what's so apparent to me as I'm going on my own money mindset journey. And I know the people that are listening do this too. You can see that the more you have, the more God entrusts you with, the more you give, the more you have, the more you keep getting. And it's like this amazing thing. Like you said, this house to like, those are things that we don't even think about. I think a lot of us that it's, you can use these things having even like, you know, having a boat. It's like, Oh, why do you need a boat? Well, to take friends out and to have this Uh fellowship and to be like, that's amazing. And we don't think about all of those pieces of it because 
I really think like you were saying, you know, take God talks about that a lot in scripture about taking care of the poor, but when we are the poor, we're not, we're not able to even fulfill that. Right. And so when we don't have those resources and we don't allow, and I just think that's a spiritual like attack of the enemy trying to get us to believe that this is not something that God wants for us. Of course, God doesn't call everyone. Like there are people that live in third world countries and other things that you know, it's different. But the other thing that I've personally been convicted about is we were born here in this day and age in the United States. And we have the ability to make wealth like no other, I guess, I don't know about generation, but like with the internet, I just think about how women can be at home still and not have to make the money and leave the home as much as they used to. Mm -hmm. If they wanted to work like in the 60s, 70s, when they left, their kids were just on their own. And now it's like, we can be at home with our kids and still build wealth. And there's like a, you know, talking about the guilt side, but there's also the side where we feel like we shouldn't earn money easily, that we need to work really hard for that. (laughs) And so it's like just letting, being, have our hands open to receive what God is giving us. It's the favor of God. You know, Mm -hmm. something I want to share is way back when I was only making, I remember when I was making $29,000 a year, and then I eventually was making $40,000 a year, and then finally got up to that 60 and 65. But, you know, I tithed all the way through that. And I think, and I believed God, even in that in that season. And I believe that my faithfulness in little is what got me to where I am today. And so we have to be faithful wherever we are with however much money that we're making. Just pay, you know, I'm a believer in tithing mm-hmm. and just showing God that, hey, um, the, the, this is this belongs to you. And for me, it's gratitude for the life you've given me and just for the blessings and family and health and all that. And I truly believe that that is part of the blessing now that I'm walking in was not that I earned it by any means whatsoever, but that God saw the the faithfulness in that. And man, my prayer is that I will, I will remain faithful, that no matter what happens, that I would always continue to put God first in my life, know that every good gift comes from above. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And that's so encouraging because, you know, we hear this a lot, but it's true that money is going to amplify who you are, not change you. Right. So you were tithing, then you're tithing now. And of course, that's a constant keeping yourself straight, keeping your heart focused on God and all of that along the way. But it's not that it's you know, I think a lot of us have this view that when we get over there, we're going to forget God and we don't want that. But um, but we don't have to. That's 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 still always an option. Right. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, as we wrap up here, what advice do you have for Christian women who want to start a business who are, or who are in that messy middle of entrepreneurship and it's hard, but they feel Mm. like it's what God's calling them to. Oh my gosh. Well, if you haven't made the leap of faith yet, um, what are you waiting for? God is saying, have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. He's looking for women, especially, I believe that this is a season where God is especially blessing women. We see it even in the world. This is the season for us as women to step out. And for me, there I, I'm just going to say this. There's a lot of women in the world that are showing um, they're stepping out and it's not very pretty. I want to step out as a feminine woman, uh, proud to be a woman, proud to be a godly woman and show that we don't have to have a filthy mouth and we don't have to be half naked for God. <laughs> you know, <laughs> we, we can do this and we can be powerful yet humble. And so um, if you have a dream, God put that dream. If you, Especially if you have a gift and a skill set and a talent, um, God gave you that. 
for a purpose, not for you to hide and not for you to act like, you know, that you're humble. Because a lot of times that we let our fear, uh, we, we hide behind fear with humility. Um, put that gift out there and let God use you. And then if you're in the middle of it and it's hard, girl, I get it. I know. And it, and here's the truth. I don't know if this is, might be a little bit discouraging. It really never gets easier because every time you go to another level, there's mm-hmm. still another level of hard. There's a new mm-hmm. level of things that you haven't experienced before. But um, God is with us and we can do hard things and we're way braver than we think we are. And if we, you will just step out in faith and do that thing, um, don't expect it to be easy. Uh, expect, you know, adversity, but girl, do it and let, and, and you just have no idea what God can take an act of obedience and what your life can look like in 365 days. I love that. And again, going back, like you said, it's just knowing that God is with us the whole way that each of those levels, it's not about it being easy. And, you know, in fact, if it was, we might not lean on him as strongly, right? That's right. And if it was easy, everybody would be doing it. Exactly. So there was it only, is. yeah, I always think of Peter is the only one that stepped out of the boat. You know, they all, there could have been a, a, a you know, a water a party. People. <laughs> exactly. But yeah. only Peter stepped out of the boat and, uh, you know, let's just be the one that steps out of the boat. Mm-hmm. I love that. Well, where can people learn more about you and connect with you and see what you're doing? Learn about real estate investing. All the Absolutely. Things. Well, uh, I have a master class. It's called Without Fear of Her Future. So just withoutfearofherfuture.com. You can also learn uh, more about us on women's reen, women's R-E-I-N.com. Um, and I do have a book. Again, it's called Without Fear of Her Future. Um, so any of those places, you can follow me on Instagram, Facebook, and I would love to connect with you. Well, thank you so much, Teresa, for being here today. It's been a pleasure to talk with you. Thanks for having me. I bless you. Thanks for listening to the Mama with a Calling podcast. As always, you'll find the show notes for today's episode at mamawithacalling.com slash podcast. Really quick before you head out, are you loving these episodes? To make sure this podcast gets in the ears of as many mamas as possible, please head on over to Apple Podcasts and leave a review. And while you're there, make sure you subscribe so you don't miss out on any future episodes. I'm going to be reading your reviews on the podcast, so I can't wait to hear from you. Also, if you know someone that needs to hear these episodes, grab a screenshot and share it on Instagram. And don't forget to tag me at Mama with a Calling so I can share it in my stories. Until next time, keep pursuing your calling.